Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast! Welcome to the 292nd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my stupendous co-host, Dr. Shamu, and Mr. Maximus. And we are, of course, here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. So welcome back if you're old, and welcome to the show if you're new. This is Puckle, where we talk ev- pretty much everything Pokemon. We have a good time with it. We talk Pokemon Go, we talk uh, the video game, we talk speculation, we talk Trading card game, mostly on the TCG cast, though it does leak in here from time to time. Um, we also talk, we talk competitive. We talk pretty much the whole host of things. Um, Ethan was doing the movies for a while. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. So uh, let's just jump into it. I want to talk to you guys about what you've been up to in Pokemon lately since the last time you've been on the show. I think like the main thing that I can think of is that Infernape team. That Infernape team. That's true. We did do that in Infer- uh, Patreon Infernape team. So if you're a patron and you're uh, you're looking to build teams, go to patreon.com slash buckle podcast and you can see the post where Shamu and I talk. Uh, well, we actually posted a video with it, uh, which is really cool. Um, it's it's unlisted, so unless you're a patron, you're probably not going to get to it. Um, it's currently unlisted. If, uh, if that goes over well, though, we'll probably start doing something like that on the regular for the YouTube. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else you do? Nothing? You're just Not a loser? Really oh my gosh, yeah. what a loser. Uh, what about you, Maximus? What have you been up to? Um, well, the main thing for me has been doing gym battles for the Puckle Summer League. Oh, that's as right. That's right, and, yeah. And I realize how much out of date I am with Gen 7 right now. Gen 7's, <laughs> Gen 7's kind of a weird meta right now. It um, is. It's uh, it's becoming a lot like the VGC. Like the VGC meta is really uncentralized, so it's kind of hard to grab a team on it. And once Mega Metagross was that, was banned, it's honestly really rough to find like a good centralizing thing for these uh, for these teams. Like back back before Metagross was banned, you could just build a team around Metagross and it's going to do well. I mean, obviously that's why it's banned, but 
it's there's typically like a, a set of like three or four mons in a meta in OU that you can kind of just build a team around every time and know it's going to be all right. And it's uh it's not the case right now. There's no like fantastic cores. I guess that's the answer. I guess that's really it. There's no like centralizing core of Pokemon or two or three cores. Would you agree with that, Shamu? Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like nothing really major now. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no core that I could really say is just like a fantastic core at the moment. But that that could just be me, and I need to play more. So yeah, we'll just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. I mean, I did gym battles this week too. I've been doing. I couldn't do them on my actual gym day. Yeah, because... I totally missed mine, and I planned to do it Friday and kind of today, but it just kind of didn't happen. Uh, well, I couldn't. I couldn't do it on Monday, which is regular schedule, because there was um server maintenance for Pokemon. Oh. So that was that was bum. But I ended up. I, I always do it during the streams on Thursday, which there won't be one for me on this Thursday, unfortunately, because I'll be out of town. I have a conference to attend. I have to give a talk about science, and so we're so uh, I'll see if we can make it up on Saturday. Maybe we'll find out. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure. I was going to stream on Saturday this week, but I ended up having a dentist appointment, so I didn't do it. And uh, and the Pokemon Go update came out, and I wanted to go play around with that. So we'll talk more about that though later. <laughs> uh, I've been doing a lot of Pokemon stuff though, and like a lot of PuckleCon stuff has started to move forward recently this week too. Like a lot of people finalized their tickets. And we're getting a, we're getting uh, scheduling finally figured out. Um, by the end of this episode, there's going to be an itinerary on the website for those people that are still curious. Because I know that we've ha- I've gotten several emails in the past couple of days of like uh, younger kids wanting to come to the events. Um, I'm not saying they're more than welcome. I I just hope their parents don't hate them for driving them there. You know, like I know I know if I went up to my dad as like a 13 year old, right? And I was like. There's this guy on this podcast that I listen to, and he's holding an event like five hours away. Can you drive me there? My dad would be like, "No, absolutely not." So bravo to those parents that are willing to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, bravo to those parents because I, 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 I would feel, uh, I, I hope I don't let the kids down. <laughs> if that makes any sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like thanks for listening to my podcast. I I don't know how to relate to a thirteen year old, but thank you for being into Pokemon with me and hanging out. I mean, it's not like Uncle Oshawa. Like Uncle Oshawa's like active in the community. I know he's seventeen. I'd be totally down to hang out with Uncle Oshawa. But um, there, I mean, if the kid's not in the community, I don't know. I might, I don't know. Maybe I do know him, and I just don't know. I I don't ask people's ages, so that that could be on me. Uh, <laughs> it, could, it could totally be on you. <laughs> you can totally be on me. It could be like anybody that's on the Discord server right now, and I just don't know who they are. Like, uh, it could be like Claude Nine or something, or, or I don't know, um, Hero Four Eight Two One Two. I I don't are know. Are you like it... looking at the Discord, just reading off names? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yes, that's literally what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what you're right doing. Now. Okay. Okay. Like 100 percent what I'm doing. Oh, we just lost Maximus. I'll, he I'll, died. Click, I'll click the button. Um, but we'll <laughs> we'll keep going. Uh, but yeah, all the PuckleCon plans are like coming together. So I'm pretty excited for that. I know Maximus and you are planning on being here on the yeah. Thursday. And then the Friday we'll hang out. I mean, Splatoon comes out that day too. Friday? Uh, it comes out the 21st of July, which I find, which I find incredibly interesting. Uh, a lot, uh, Snag's really worried about it taking oh, over. Friday. Well, uh, because of how many people have Switches too. And that's something we were mentioning as well. Yeah, not a like, lot of us have Switches, so I'm not too worried about it. 
Um, yeah. I also much rather play Pokemon when you guys are here than Splatoon. Yeah, uh, like, because I'm I, it up there just to pick it up. Because like, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you and I like after PuppetCon's over, we'll play a ton of Splatoon. Uh, like, I've never played it. Though, yeah, so. that'd be fun. Yeah. Do you have, wait? Do you have a game. Switch? Do you have a Switch, Maximus? Yep. Wait, yep, you have one? Oh man, sweet. Yeah, remember I started working at um, GameStop. That's right. That's right. Yep, yep, get, yep. Count, I get to know what's in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I didn't. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. No. You. I mean, more the more the merrier. Because Splatoon comes out that weekend, so we can. I mean, we, maybe we'll play Splatoon. I want to make a Splatoon team. Like, I really want to get like four of us together and just play Splatoon. I'd play it if I can like figure it out and like get decent at it. It works out really well for me because I, I I'm not like super into shooters, but this is like a nice spin on it. Yeah. Because like, and again, I said I've never played this game. I don't even know what to even expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just. Meh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. So there has been some things that happened in Pokemon recently. So we're going to switch it on over to the news. So we are going to cue the epic music. And on to the news. In the news, we have a few things. Um, first of all, the Pokemon Go updated. With that, if you've read the episode topic, you know we're going to talk about that here in more in depth in a little bit. But we're going to go ahead. So Pokemon Go Fest, um, that's the thing that's also taking place PuckleCon weekend. If you wanted to go to that instead of PuckleCon, um, it too bad you can't buy tickets anymore because they were $20 a piece. And what? yeah, they were $20 a piece and they're already sold out. Why would you have to pay for a ticket for like? What? Yeah, right. Right. I think they did. I think that I think they did it for two reasons. One, because they could, um, obvi- <laughs> uh, obviously, and then two, to prevent a lot of people from coming. Like, I guess. Yeah. So, so if they already sold out of the tickets for the people that they wanted, like that they said the number of people that could be there. Imagine the number of people that would be there if they could all get tickets. Yeah, a- and, it God, no and it was free, and it was free. I feel like you would be seeing a lot of people show up. Like you would be seeing like a mass, like a, it would, it would just be insane. You'd probably have close to a million people in Chicago to play Pokemon go. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Cause I mean, there are like 60 some million active players right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if you saw like a million people, like a 60th of that in Chicago, probably less. We could say like 1%. Then you still have like half a million people in a park in Chicago. So take that for what you will. The other thing is Pokemon Company International uh, actually officially released Burning Shadows this week uh, for the TCG. So if you if you weren't aware that Burning Shadows is the next TCG set, it comes out August 4th. Uh, That means pre-release events will be happening July 22nd to uh, to July and the weekend after that, July 29th. So if you want to go to a pre-release event, and then even your local gaming store should be getting them a week ahead of time. So uh, instead of the Friday the 4th, they'll probably get them like July 31st. So definitely check that out um, if, you, if you're interested in Burning Shadows. There are some good cards in it, so I would definitely suggest checking it out. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, let's see. Uh, the Tiny Tourney is currently going on, so by the time you listen to this, it's too late to sign up. And <laughs> it's too late to sign up. Um, Literally all of the news is things ended. 
this week. Um, <laughs> nothing new happened outside of what we're going to talk about on the topic today. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, new Pokemon anime episode came out today. Fun fact. Um, Ash catches a Pokemon in it. If you haven't watched it already, go do it. If you have Disney XD, you can go watch it on demand, I think. So, Disney, yeah. Oh, it, might, it might have been from, from, from Japan or something. I don't know. So I'm just like, I have like this thing and there's no change for his team. Oh, no, no. Work. It already happened in Japan. I'm talking about the one in the oh. USA. That's what, okay, uh, that's making sure. That's in the like, U.S. The U.S. is actually catching up again with Japan, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. Because generally uh, you only get like, a, like maybe like a season or two behind them. We're, really. Well, we used to we used to be like something like six months behind them. And then with, oh, yeah. Bl- with X and Y, with X and Y, we got like 10 weeks behind them. And that was it. Yeah. Which was fantastic. And then with Sun and Moon, now. with Sun and Moon, they slowed down. And now they're starting to get back into it. Um, there, there's a, there's going to be like a huge Pokemon go or not Pokemon go, just huge Pokemon anime viewing, uh, on Disney XD starting on, um, on July 1st, I believe there's going to be like six episodes in a row Oh, and they're, and they're all new. Like these, cool. these aren't cool. repeats. They, they're like six new episodes coming out next that's week. That's good. Like, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's going to be really good. So, I mean, I suggest watching it. I think the Pokemon Sun and the anim- Moon anime, personally, I talked about this last week, but I think it's actually really good. So, uh, Shamu, just in case you're wondering. Um, it's, not. I mean, did you ever wonder what would happen if Ash had a home life? Like, did you ever wonder what happens if when he's left home alone and told to make lunch for himself? I bet you didn't. Oh, man, it's even better. It's fine. Um, (laughs) Is that that really the new episode? That's one of the episodes that happened. If you watch the new anime. The new anime is like a bunch of like... Because before it's always like, oh, Ash is journeying to the next town. Ash is going to journey to the next town. And like everything happens in generic forest. It's like a slice of life. Yeah, everything's like slice of life with Ash Ketchum now. (laughs) Oh my god. Isn't that fantastic? I don't know. Wow. I I don't know how to feel about that. And like Mimikyu's super dark in it. (laughs) <laughs> like like uh they when Team Rocket catches a Mimikyu as like a spoiler, but that was episode four, oh, so I don't I don't that care. Was not a spoiler. They, they spent that in the poster. Yeah, so Mimikyu ca- so Team Rocket catches a Mimikyu, and so as always, like when a Pokemon talks, um Jesse and James always ask Meowth to translate for them. And so they're like, Oh, Mimikyu starts talking to them and me and they're just like, Meowth, can you translate that for us? And he's like, This is a family show, I'm not gonna translate that for you. Um <laughs> Oh, and oh, so, they're breaking the fourth wall again. Yeah, well, they're breaking the fourth wall with that, and on top of that, it's uh, like Mimikyu's character is just incredibly dark because it, like, yeah, Team Rocket has one, but its entire motive is to just defeat Pikachu. Like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't care about any anything else that Team Rocket wants to do. It's just all about defeating Pikachu. That's that's it. So I, I do suggest it as like if you're. Like, if you were out of the Pokemon anime and you're trying to get back into it, like, this is definitely a season to do it. It's much different. It's much more anime-stifling um, for multiple reasons in that it's not – it's no longer just, like, a Pokemon anime that turned into a children Saturday morning cartoon, even though that reference is dying itself. Um, but it's no longer that, but it's uh, – the art is much more Studio Ghibli-like, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, that's, that's something that kind of turns me off. It, the it, art it, style from what I'm used to. So, like, I don't know how I so, feel about it. 
so yes, it's different, but I would give it a shot just because yeah, it does it does work. And I mean, all of the characters are still recognizable. So have a good time with it. Just have a good time with it. Um, let's see. Anything else I need to say? Not really. Uh, other than Pokemon Go. So Puckle-wise, Summer League is still going on, guys. So if you want to get into the competitive battling, go to our Puckle Discord. The link to join that is down in the is in the description of this episode in the show notes. Uh, you can join that. You can talk with us. Uh, but there also we we have gym leaders that will battle you. You can earn a badge. You can go ahead and use that on the website. And then after you collect eight badges, you can go ahead and join the league at the end of the summer. And you can battle it out for prizes to be determined. Uh, <laughs> probably like a box of Pokemon cards or something. Um, not like a booster box. Don't don't be don't think I'm going to send you like a hundred dollars worth of Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> but we we do have some prizes as well to give away. So. Uh, I, ha- I have a box full of prizes, so at the end of the summer, you'll get something. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I need to do? Um, oh, PuckleCon, of course, as always. PuckleCon's happening in less than four weeks, guys, so if you want to come, uh, for those of you who want to know what PuckleCon is, I get asked this question all the time, and I'm j- I'm amazed because I always do it in this segment of the show. Like, within tw- the first, like, 30 minutes of the show, I always give, like, a full explanation. PuckleCon. <laughs> is our annual get-together. It is happening this year, July 21st to July 23rd. Um, we are on July 21st. We're having a cookout around 6 p.m. Eastern. It is in Columbus, Ohio this year. Um, uh, the cookout has a location that is determined. Um, it, the only way to get to it, though, is to ask to join the Puckle Discord server. Um, and you can get in, there's a special chat for being a PuckleCon 2017 attendee. And in there you can find out where the, where the cookout is. So if you want to go to the cookout, that's how you're going to have to get there. The other thing is, uh, on the 22nd and 23rd, we are actually hosting our own sanctioned tournaments for Pokemon. Um, the only ones that are sanctioned are the TCG. Unfortunately, there are video game tournaments happening, but what's going to happen is on the 22nd, we are at the guard tower in Columbus, Ohio. It is a, uh, it's a gaming store and at, uh, I believe 10 a.m. Eastern in, uh, at the guard tower, we're, or at 11 a.m., we are starting a TCG tournament. So you can come and register starting around 10 a.m. and then at 11 we'll start the actual tournament. It's going to be standard. You can battle there. Um, we're also going to be doing pickup events throughout the day. And then around three o'clock, we're also going to be starting a VGC tournament. So if you play the VGC, you can play it around three o'clock. And we'll go ahead and do that. Unfortunately, it isn't sanctioned for us, but we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway. Uh, and of course, like I said, pop up tournaments—they're gonna be prizes for participation. All of this is free, by the way, if you decide to come. So you can do it there. On Sunday, we're also gonna be at the Guard Tower at noon. We're gonna be doing a theme deck tournament for the TCG, which is sanctioned. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, that way, if you're new to the TCG, you can just go buy a theme deck and you won't get wrecked. I might and, do that one. That's yeah, that one's. That one is I I'm really excited for that one actually. Yeah. Uh, like it, it probably won't be like best of three. It'll probably be best of one just because theme decks are so slow. Yeah, but, it can't we can't make it really long. Yeah, I mean if we went best of three for theme decks, it would be absolutely awful. Because uh, yeah. I probably do a TCG stuff just because I I made decks like I've yeah. got four decks. Well, two more interchangeable in a way because they have I have like I've got cards for both of them, but mm-hmm. like I don't have enough copies for each. We plan to also do an OU tournament that day as well, probably starting around four o'clock or so. And we'll be, and so if you want to just play OU Pokemon, you're more than welcome to come and do that as well. 
We'll have fun with it. It's going to be a good time. So if you want to come along, come on down to Columbus, Ohio and go to the guard tower with us, you're more than welcome. Uh, you're also welcome to come to the cookout. You just have to let me know to let you into the PuckleCon 2017 Discord server. All right. So that is it for the news, guys. Um, so I guess I'm going to quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So let's head on over to the Poke Quiz. And on to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Puckle's Pokey Quiz is a section of the show where we go and quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So that, of course, means, guys, you can't use browsers, no internet. You got to use what's in your noggins. Um, we're going to have five questions. You get one hint to use for all five questions whether, uh, if you're getting stuck. Um, one of these questions will have an extra point attached to it. Um, and then if you answer all of the questions correctly, you will also get... Um, you'll get... Uh, a bonus point if you cash in the hint and you don't use it. So if you guys are ready, we will go ahead and do this. Are you guys ready? Let's see. All right. So question number one. We all know Looker. Um, uh, Looker is the guy that just shows up. He works for the international police. People think he's from Gen 1. Uh, but he, he's been showing up ever since Gen 4, consistently. Um, he's in every generation. And so it turns out that in canon, Looker has a partner Pokemon. Um, you see, Who is that partner Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Krogunk. Someone I've seen him with. Is, is that your final answer? For me, it is. I don't think. Yeah. I don't... Oh, yeah. Sorry. So I thought I thought it was just. I thought we knew that. I it was just obvious. Oh, okay. Okay. So that is that is correct. <laughs> um, you guys, you guys get one point for that. So we're you're off to a good start today. Um, okay. So let's have fun. Uh, let's have fun with this next one. Um, you got this one. You probably won't get this next one. Um, so Pokemon Cries have an interesting history. A lot of them have been reused. A lot of them have just been garbled and reused uh, for many Pokemon. Um, but it turns out we've never actually thought about the length of the Pokemon Cry. I always thought it was standardized. Turns out it's not. They can all be different lengths. And uh, there's one of them that is the longest in general. And it belongs to a uh, belongs to one of the uh, Pokemon involved in a starter line. So which Pokemon, which Pokemon in a starter line has the longest cry? Shoot. It has it has the longest cry of all Pokemon, by the way. So you of course have you of course have a. Uh, I'll I'll give you the fact that it's a final evolution of a starter. Oh, it's thank final you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll narrow I'll narrow I'll narrow it down to twenty one Pokemon for you. Because I'm like, I've never really thought about the Pokemon cry. <laughs> one of them. One of them. Yeah, they get long. It turns yeah. out. I would think like Cricketune or Cricketot, like those ones that were long. I'm like. Yeah, something longer than that. Not the longest, actually. One of them's longer. I know. I'm saying, but I'm thinking like so it's gonna be longer than those two there. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is there one that goes doo 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 doo? Like something like that. There has to be one that goes like that long. Hmm. Of course, you still oh. have the hint as well. So. Hmm. 
It's actually hard. Let's see. Let's see. Well, let's, let's just break it down, I guess. Just based on who I who we think, because usually some of them are just like a quick roar. Yeah. yeah. Was there was Superior long? I don't really think Superior right now. Like, I'm trying really? to like I try to put on my head and I can't remember the sounds exactly. <laughs> I haven't seen one of some of them in a game in a long time. Yeah, I don't think of that new one. I don't want you to. Have to I, I'm gonna need an answer. I'm gonna need an answer. Um, you can also use the hint and get more time. I don't know if we want to use the hint right now. I'd rather use that as yeah. a bonus question. Can we just say it's superior? Just why not? I don't. Unless you yeah, have another option. Just, just, just guess. Okay. That is unfortunately incorrect. You I guys got the right generation though. Is it like Samurai or? Uh, it is actually Samurai. Yeah, Samurai's oh, Samurai. cry. Samurai's cry is uh two point zero nine nine seconds long. Uh, the longest Pokemon cry in existence currently. So that's interesting. I just saw that little tidbit. I'm like, wow, that's really random. Uh, all right. So this next question is the one that's worth two points. So back in Gen 4, the story included a series of multiple trailer trainers called Stat Trainers because each of them specialized in a, each of them had a uh, partner Pokemon that you would do a, uh, that you would do multi battles with. Throughout the game. Oh. And uh-huh. they're, they're called star, stat trainers. Uh, Cheryl in Eterna Forest. Riley on Iron Iron Island. Buck with uh, on Stark Mountain. Mira in Wayward Cave. And Marley on Victory Road. Um, that, that's the five stat trainers that existed in the games. I don't know exactly why they're called stat trainers, but it's kind of a fun fact. Um, uh, so... So... I want to know, out of these stat trainers, which ones were the ones that... Um, you get one point for naming the the uh, trainer that specializes in the attack stat, and one point for specializing in the trainer that specializes in the special attack stat. Okay. okay. So... The, um, I'll be perfectly honest, I am... Uh, Mira had special attack. Um... And that attack would have been, I believe, um, I think Marley. The, the um, I'm thinking with the twin, the, like the pink-haired one, which is special attack. She had a Kadabra, and then Marley had a, I think she had an Arcanine. So I would think she's attack. I think had more attack than Lucario, because Buck had a Claydol. I remember that Buck had a Claydol. Cheryl had a Chansey. Riley with Lucario. So I would say Mira for special attack with the Kadabra, and then Marley with attack with the Arcanine. Because Arcanine, Arcanine had like 130 base attack, right? It's pretty high. I'm thinking, ah, shoot. I can't remember Arcanine's base attack. I don't know if Arcanine or Lucario was higher. Um, I can want to say Arcanine has like above 100 or 110, but I can't remember if Lucario has above 110 or not. I'm like... Shoot. Um, you have the hint as well. Yeah. I think Arcanine's attack. Because I think... Clayton will be defense, Lucario will be speed, and then Chansey will be special defense. So I'm going to go say Mira for special attack and Marley for attack. I'm going to say that's my final. Are you good with that, Maximus, as well? I am perfectly fine with it because I have no idea what's going on right now with this question. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is correct on one account and incorrect on the other. 
Okay. Um, I believe. Uh, let me double check. Just let me let, let's do some live fact checking. Um, so the way they are listed, um, Lucario is actually the attack one with Riley. Uh, but however, Mira does have Cadabra, so she is obviously special attack. Though Arcanine, I'm pretty sure does have a higher um attack stat. So I don't know. And Lucario has a higher speed stat, so it should be flipped. Um, you you are on the right train of thought there. I don't know why they are listed in such a way. They, it could be incorrect. Uh, but that's the way it's listed on Bulbapedia, and we're going to say that is law. Uh, what is Bulbapedia been law? They've been a lot of stuff wrong before, especially Mantyke. <laughs> Gron knows that very well. <laughs> Tailwind Mantyke. Um, okay, so that gives you guys two points for today. We'll keep moving on, though. So next question, question number four. Uh, so spinoff games, we have a lot of spinoff games in Pokemon because they print money. And <laughs> so one spinoff series, uh, only one spinoff series so far, though, has actually shared in-game overworld sprites with a main series core, a core main series game. What was it? It one, actually, sh- um, huh? One spinoff? Yeah. Oh, well, one or spinoff. One spin-off. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's series versus spinoff is kind of iffy in this situation, uh, but yeah, I mean, so you, are, sure you it's got, a section you, of games and not just one game. You do have a hint as well. Um, let's see. You guys can just use it because the next one's the stat question. Let's just use the hint. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's actually pinball, but. Um, yeah, let's, uh, just use the hint, I guess. Uh, so this was uh, so. I, okay, so the hint is going to kind of give it away. But the so there were two games in this series, but one of them wasn't released in the US. Oh, isn't that the, isn't it the trading card game then? That would be the trading card game. Yeah. yeah. Because the Team Rocket one didn't get released in America. Yeah. And that sounds right. Yeah, cuz the sprites in the game were like from Gen 1, I believe, or something similar. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. say trading card game. That is correct. Uh, the, the, uh, the trading card game is in fact the, uh, series with that. So good job. You guys have three points. So next question, um, this is the space stack question that I ask you guys every week. Um, so I let you guys select the type as I've been letting everybody do. So the type that you guys have selected this week is ice. So I want to know which ice type Pokemon has the highest base defense stat. Uh, I had a feeling defense is going to be asked. Isn't that Avalog? Isn't um, Isn't that Avalog? Oh, it is Avalog. Yeah, it's Avalog. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, that's my final. That is correct. <laughs> um, that is that is four points for the day for you guys. Avalog has the highest base defense, I believe, with base one thirty or something like that. I think one twenty, one thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The special uh, defense is crap. No, it's actually base one eighty four. My bad. Oh, okay. Oh, that, no, um, no difference. Just, just no difference. Just like I was only fifty four points off. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Avalug is, uh, he's actually in the top six of special, of defense. Fun fact. Um, so that's good for you guys. You guys are at four points today. Let me update the sheet while we're at it and give everybody their proper points. Uh, Maximus, you made a move today. Oh God, I forgot to turn off the sounds. Um, and Shamu, you also make a move today. Um, so let me go ahead and type in the, uh, the data and we're going to go, Okay, so the new standings are in, guys. Uh, first to 30, obviously. Nobody has a lot of points. It's a good spread right now. So Snag is in first place with 12 points. Maximus, you're in second place now with 11 points. 
Nice. Jushiro and Dr. Shamu are tied for third place with eight points. Scrawn is in fifth with seven. Whimsicott in sixth with six points. Bo is in seventh place with five points. Viger in eighth with three. And Gator bringing up the rear with two. So that is it for this week's episode uh, or this week's segment of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We are going to head on over to the topics, guys, uh, after this short message. Greetings, listeners. It's the Puckle Shadow President Scrum here to reveal top secret information about the League's behind-the-scenes behavior. For those who are not yet aware, Puckle has begun top secret operations on our Discord server. To join us there, visit our website and click on the chat tab. Our website also has a variety of extra features, including badge earning and the ability to listen to older episodes. Lastly, be sure to send in mailbags to pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that you can tell everyone how much you adore me. Listen, see you on the dark side of the flip-flop. <laughs> and on to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the new Pokemon Go update that's happened. So for those of you who uh, aren't into Pokemon Go anymore, uh, this is actually some big news. Um, for this is, this is on the same status, I would say, as uh, the Gen 2 Pokemon being added back in February. Uh, this year, Niantic made the claim that they were going to try to do three big updates this year, and they're trying to do them on a somewhat quarterly basis. And so the first one was the Johto Pokemon being introduced earlier this year in February. Um, the second one is uh, this gym revamp that just happened, which I'll, I'll get to in a moment. And then the third one's still unannounced, but the community is pretty certain it's going to be third-gen Pokemon coming to the game. Uh, which would be, I mean, every six-ish months you get a new generation of Pokemon. That seems to make sense to me. So let's let's dive into it though, and let's talk about this new update. Um, so Pokemon Go updated the gyms. So uh, both of you haven't played too much Pokemon Go, and I doubt um, either of you played a lot with the gyms, especially later on. Like probably some like somewhere in September it became impossible, right? Yeah, um, for, you like, do it. No matter how hard we tried. Mm-hmm. Because there would be there'd be ten Pokemon. They it would be it would be something like ten Dragonite, you know. Or like six Dragonite and four Gyarados, something absurd. And you'd have ten of them, and you'd have to work your way through them, drop the prestige of the gym to be able to get to the top. There is no way that you were ever going to be able to hold a gym uh, long enough to be able to get coins, to hit that button and get more than ten coins at a time, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, so uh, Niantic saw this problem, because they saw that it was literally only helping out the level 35 plus players. And they've gone ahead and uh, revamped the entire system. It's all new now. It's all functional for the most part. So let, let's uh, let, let's dive into it real quick. So the first thing is gyms no longer can hold up to 10 Pokemon. They can only hold up to 6 Pokemon. Okay? That makes um, more sense. They only hold up to 6 Pokemon because you're battling it with 6 Pokemon. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, two, none of these Pokemon can be the same. Uh, oh, so they thank ha- goodness. They have to be a unique species. Um, three, the prestige system in gyms is gone. So before you would level up the gym to make it stronger and be able to fit more Pokemon in it, uh, that's no longer the case. So the way you get rid of Pokemon now is that Pokemon in the gym have what is known as a motivation meter. At the heart. Yeah, it's a heart. And okay. so every every time you battle it, it loses a little bit of motivation. 
to stay in that gym. And once you get rid of all that motivation, that Pokemon leaves the gym. Now, motivation will drop over time uh, by itself. Um, just, just so you don't, you can't just like leave a Pokemon there for 10 days and do nothing and expect to still have the gym. Uh, so that, that's a good thing in my opinion. Um, uh, the other thing is when they're, when you knock some of the motivation down, their CP temporarily goes down. So say you're fighting a base that includes a, uh, a 3000 CP Blissey, right? If you drop it down, say you beat it once. After you beat it once, the Blissey is now going to be 2,300 CP. And then the next time after you beat it, it'll be 1,600 CP. And so on and so forth. So the Pokemon gradually get weaker as you do it. It makes it easier to clean out gyms and kind of put your own stuff in. Um, it's been, I, I have been having a blast with it because I feel like the experience yields have been much higher than they were previously. Um, if you put a Pokemon in that gym now, instead of being able to click the uh, cash in for points button now, you get you get coins based on how long your Pokemon has been in that gym, and uh, this is currently this, um, it's currently changing. Uh, when they first launched the app, it was for every hour your Pokemon's in the gym, you get ten coins. They have now changed that to every ten minutes your Pokemon is in the gym, you get one coin, um, because it turned out that this new system in- inspired a very new uh, high, or a very high turnover rate for gyms. In populated areas, I should say. There's a very high turnover rate. Um, you only get these coins, though, when your Pokemon's defeated and sent back to you. I'm sure this is going to be fixed because this update's been live now for, like, two days. And and then on top of that, they've lowered the maximum amount of coins you can receive currently from 100 to 50. Um, I should note that it has been... The daily cap of coins has been removed from the Niantic website... But I don't know if it's uh, if it's still there or not. I, I can't confirm yet. Uh, I haven't had Pokemon in gyms long enough yet today. Because I mean, I mean, I, I'm gonna say I personally enjoy this system because one, I've been able to get way more coins than I've ever gotten in Pokemon Go due to gyms. <laughs> I've I've I got I got 19 coins yesterday, and I got I've so far today I'm on 12 coins. So. Um, I'm going to go out later today. I'll probably pick up a few more. So, I mean, if I average 20 a day, that's literally twice as much as I could have gotten on the old system. So I am a big fan of it because of that. And I, I mean, I hope it keeps going. Uh, but I want to know what you guys, like what your opinions are on this, because I mean, the community is incredibly polarized right now. The Pokemon go community, I should say. Um, and there, there is some more to go on about raids, but I want to talk about the gym system before we go on to raids. So, I, I, do you guys have any thoughts on this? Sounds better, but I don't really know. Like, what do you mean you don't really know? I don't. I never did gyms. Well, you should have. I mean, now it's more fun because you get in-game currency, and it actually works, and you can it, yeah. it, it, at a reasonable pace. You can get in-game currency, in yeah. my opinion. But I've only had one gym throughout the whole whole time Pokemon Go, and it was mm-hmm. an empty one. I just claimed it, and it was gone like two days later. Not yeah. even that, but like yeah, no, day later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. This is a. Uh, um, the gym system is now turned into something where there's going to be a higher turnover rate. So there's not going to be that much of, I held a gym for like three days type deal anymore. In my, uh, because it's just so easy to take out gyms now. It's going to be more of those, I held this gym for six hours type deal. <laughs> you know, like that That would be impressive. Uh, what about you, Maximus? Mm, 
Sounds interesting. Like I tried my when I first started um go when it first came out, I tried my hardest to get a gym. I got a gym, but then I don't know, like ten minutes later it gets taken over by another group because mm-hmm. I was the only one there. And mm-hmm. it's just I mo- I think I think a big problem for a lot of our experiences, because we're all yellow, right? Uh <laughs> Yeah, we're we're all Team Instinct, and so that that's kind of a problem is that uh, we we're all Team Instinct, and there aren't there's statistically just not as many Team Instinct players, which is uh, which is really unfortunate. I'm really looking forward to PuckleCon because I think one of the things we should do is just get like a group of us go to a park and literally just take all of the gyms in that park. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um. Because we we would totally be capable of it. We just split up into like two teams of six and just like split up around the park. So we'll we'll see though, because we could totally play some Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah, I I I'm really enjoying it. I think I think you would enjoy this more uh, if you were like discouraged by the gym system prior. Uh, I also I also uh, I know one of the reasons I fell out of Pokemon Go is because for a while it just became a grind, and. Uh, that that became an issue, and I feel like a lot of things have been remedied here for for the grind um, for multiple reasons. Like one, I find um, gyms I think are a fantastic way to gain experience. Now, I think every time I take down a gym, I get somewhere in the ballpark of two to three thousand experience points, which is really nice. Um, the other one, the other one that I think is really cool is. Um, uh, so we can move on to the raids now. So they've introduced these new things called raids in Pokemon Go, where um, every once in a while, one of these new gyms will have, uh, it'll just be like, oh, there's a raid. Currently, it's only open open to players that are level 25 and above. And so there'll be a raid, there'll be an egg that shows up, and it'll be like, there's going to be a raid here in an hour and a half or something like that. And what happens is the egg hatches. It's typically a rare Pokemon that you wouldn't be able to catch otherwise. Um, or that you typically wouldn't see. Like sometimes I, I saw a muck, which surprisingly is one of the rarer things in Pokemon Go. Um, I've also seen a Tyranitar appear as one of these raid bosses, and I know that you can find all of the starters in some fashion in these raids. So um, every day you get a raid pass through the game, and you can go and you can do these raids. And what happens is you can have up to 20 people. You bring a team of six and this person, this Pokemon can have a CP value of up to like 20, 30,000 as opposed to your typical like two, 3,000 that your Pokemon have. And you can go ahead as a team and you try to take it down. If you take it down, you have the opportunity to then catch that Pokemon. So you can, uh, so say there's like a Tyranitar and you guys take down a Tyranitar. Uh, what happens is uh, based on how well you performed during that raid, you get premier balls. And afterwards, you take your group of premier balls. This is somewhere in the ballpark of like 5 to 20 premier balls. And you're able to throw them at this Pokemon, whether it be a Tyranitar or a... Uh, or a... Uh, what else is there? There's Tyranitar, there's Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur, Muck. Executor is one of the r- common ones I've seen currently. And stuff like that. But you can catch these rare Pokemon that you typically wouldn't be able to catch. So um, I think that's another way they've improved uh, the grind in that I can catch rarer stuff. <coughs> and it's still like an event. It's not... 
you're not making it quote unquote easy and just like, oh, well, now there's just random muck walking around. Well, I find a muck while I'm walking around. It's okay. I have to go and I actually have to do something different to get this Pokemon. And it's pretty much theorized that this is how they're going to do legendaries in the future. And I'm pretty sure that's how, gonna, how it's going to be because they've mined the APAC and there's different eggs for different rarities. And there's a rarity that hasn't been unlocked, hasn't been let loose onto the public yet called uh, Legendary. Yeah. And so so I'm pretty sure that's how we're going to be able to get Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres. It's very interesting. I don't, what, do you, what do you guys think of that? Is that, that anything? Okay. It sounds pretty cool. Okay. It's it's a really cool experience. I haven't done one yet personally. I'm gonna go out and do one today because you only get one raid pass per day currently, unless you want to buy more. And so I, I was saving it so I can go out with uh, my wife and we can go play. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go do that like after we're done recording today. So so get this episode done. Uh, no, uh, th- that's that's one of the interesting th- things they did. Um, one last thing that they did add that I think is really cool. That I think you guys might think as well. Um, so gyms are all Pokestops now. Fun fact. You can spin them all. Uh, the other thing is you can get gym badges at these gyms. Which uh, is a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah, you get gym badges. And so the gym badges aren't like your standard, like, oh, you beat this gym, here's a gym badge. But what happens is, like, the more you battle at a certain gym, you can rank up this badge from basic to bronze to silver to gold. And the higher your level, the better the items you get from spinning that Pokestop at top of the gym. That's not so, bad, actually. That's... Yeah, there's more incentive now, right? Uh, you you can level up this badge by just holding the gym. Um, for defending the gym, you can level it up by defeating things at the gym. Um, back to that motivation meter. That motivation meter can be refilled. on. So like, if you guys found a yellow team and you saw that the Pokemon had a low motivation meter... What you could do to refill that is just give that Pokemon a berry. Uh, there's several berries in the game now. There's the raspberry, the uh, the nana berry, and the pineapple berry, and the new like golden raspberry. Um, hmm. Those you can go ahead actually now and um, you just feed a berry to that Pokemon, and their motivation's restored. And what happens then is you get a chance to one get a candy of that Pokemon species. And you get some Stardust, which is good for powering up Pokemon. So, and do you, and all at the same time, you're leveling up that badge so that when you go to that, when you go back to that gym, you can spin it and get better items. I'm just like, I'm just spreading the knowledge, guys. Spreading the knowledge. Hmm. Um, so let's, let's go ahead and walk into these other things here. Uh, so like I was telling you guys, the, uh, the community is incredibly polarizing. Um, let me, or incredibly polarized right now. The, uh, let me see if I can find it. There was an, there was a thread on Reddit where a level 40 player was very, very upset at the new, uh, gym update. And I wanted your, your opinions on it. I need to find it. Um, good salt. It was, it was pretty much good salt. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Do, do, do. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, ch, ch, ch. Raids, raids, raids. Uh, uh, I can't even find it. I cannot find it right now. Okay, so the idea is that, that uh, 
uh, what was I going to say? That this guy was very upset because level 40 players feel like they've wasted their money, essentially. Because they've, uh, they went ahead, they spent a bunch of money so that they could quote unquote grind to get to level 40. And this is because, because they spent way too much time with the game. Um, and this guy was complaining like, well, how am I supposed to be rewarded for this? You ruined my end game. Now I can't sit there on gyms forever, right? Uh, and, uh, he, he called it grinding. The first comment on the post on Reddit said, you mean spending money to get to level 40? <laughs> um, so, so I, I just want to know what you got, what your thoughts are on this. Like, just that, like, ha- is this system better? Th- do you believe this system is better than what it was previously? Yeah. Or, yeah, for the newer players, yes, it is. For the newer players. Okay. I mean, I That's would say, what matters, really. I mean, I would say, I would say for players like us, even, right? More casual mm-hmm. or, yeah. I want. I want to say. I want to say we're casuals per se. Look, um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm saying well, you like are not not grinding. Like you're not going to go yeah. out for 24 hours in the day and just play Pokemon Go. No. People did that, like, and that kind of ruined the game, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I mean, so this. I mean, this update. I mean, every update they do. Like Gen Two got me back into it for a little bit. I'm going to say not as much as it as like this has. Like I was, I was somewhat excited for Gen Two. I'm like, oh, cool! I can go catch more Pokemon and grind up more experience, so I can go play in the gyms at some point. But now it's just like, oh, now I can go play in the gyms. I can like accidentally level up now, because I was really surprised after I played a couple of gyms today. I'm like, oh man, I made ten thousand experience today. You know, um, it's way better than sitting around being like, okay, let's catch another Pidgey. Okay, let's catch another Pidgey. Okay, let's evolve that Pidgey into a Pidgeotto. Get rid of that Pidgeotto. Moving on, next next repetitive motion. Yeah, so on and so forth. I would see the lucky mm-hmm. egg during that too. Mm-hmm. Like, the only time you use them is just during like leveling yep. up. Yep. And so I'm. I don't know. I I find this this is making the game much more enjoyable, at least for me. I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but it makes it more enjoyable for me. I may have so, to go out and give this another shot because. Eh. That's my goal with this episode is to force you guys to play again. Uh, <laughs> I have my boot up at work and see if my work like somehow became a pokey stop. Mm, they, they didn't add any new stops, but they've changed a lot of stops into gyms. Well, I don't know if like I don't know in the time when they were adding a bunch of stuff that like mm, they added any okay. right, right work. That's only that's the only way I'll play it really. <laughs> that work. I guess that I'm not gonna play it anywhere else. Yeah, Maximus, what what level are you by the way? In Pokemon Go. It's been so long, I haven't really realized. Uh, I assume you're at least 20. I assume you're at least 20. Yes, I'm at least 20. Because <laughs> uh, if you get, you should get to 25 before PuckleCon. I'm just saying. Because then we can go raid. Currently, right now, it's 25. I would be surprised if they lowered it any lower to 20 or so. Just because right now, it's really difficult to do some of the raids if you're a low enough level. Like if you if you're not twenty twenty like if they they could I could see them lowering it to twenty and that being the best case scenario. And I don't I don't see it going lower than that though, just because of the way the raid set up. And I feel like that would be kind of kind of a cool thing to do because it's just like oh at level five you can actually finally join a team and start partaking in gyms, and then you go ahead and then at level at level uh twenty five it's just like okay now you can even have more features. That's just me. Yeah, so Shamu, you should totally play Pokemon Go and get more Shuckle. Maybe. I got one. <laughs> That's all I really need. You should go complete that Pokedex. Why would I do that? I have, 
I have a life, but I don't have a life. But my my life I don't have is not worth to complete the Pokedex on Pokemon Go. I'm sorry. No, like, I, I... <laughs> I'd rather roll out like 14 more characters for D&D than do that. Like That's that's yeah. fair. I mean, that's fair. But I'm just saying, when you come to PokeCon, we can go play Pokemon Go and have a good time. <laughs> or Splatoon, because... We, I, or, or Splatoon, yeah. I'm, I'm saying Pokemon Go is... I, I think that'd be more fun with everybody there. I feel like uh, I feel like Whimsicott and everybody else would have a better time. Or play arms and look like fools. <laughs> we have to we we have to play arms the wrong way, which is punching. You know. Yeah. We ha- we have to play with the wrong way with the motion controls. We got to play was, the wrong way when facing each other. That way, we're like actually playing the right way. I took my I took my I took my switch to work the other day uh, to play arms with my coworkers just to see if they could play it. And I'm just like, we have to play this way though. Because the reason you buy this game isn't for a real fighting game; it's just for Wii boxing on uh, on steroids. <laughs> and I mean, I'm getting, I'm starting to get pretty good with the motion controls. So look I out. Was, and then I like, I just things weren't weren't inputting the way I wanted them to. And I'm like, I'm just go back. To it, it takes a little discipline. I'm not gonna lie, because sometimes, like when I punch with one hand, I'll punch with both. Yeah. And it took some discipline to stop doing that. But enough about arms. This is Pokemon Go. But that's what's going on, and I, I'm happy that I convinced both of you to at least like look into it a little bit more. Hopefully, some of our listeners feel the same way. So I am gonna we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna go to commercial, and then we'll be right back at you guys with Pokemon the episode. So we will catch you on the flip flop. Come on down to Ethan's Beauty Salon. I'll take that mangy Growlithe you found on the side of Route One and turn it into a regular contest ready Pokemon. I took a force of nature like Groudon and made it into a contest superstar. I could do anything. You can even make my Garboner pretty? Of course I can't. Don't be an idiot. I'll polish those rocks right, right up and make it beauty ready. Come on down. Poke the episode. And on to Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 503, Samurott, the formidable Pokemon. Its Pokemon Black entry states that one swing of the sword incorporated in its armor can fell an opponent. A simple glare from one of them quiets everyone. But, Ooh. okay, that doesn't make any sense for, some, for two things. It doesn't get glare, and Superior... <laughs> Who was in the same generation gets glare. Here. That's true. That doesn't make uh, sense. It also, the Pokedex has several references. Oh, I guess it's just one entry that's just repeated several times to it ha- having scimitars as its weapon. Yeah, you're like looking into the third, like right before. It's like they literally gave it a name for the little weapon that pulled out, as well as mm-hmm. Ashwa's like shell called a scal- like, scal chop, like scale yeah. and chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just took the uh, out of scale. So, so actually, I'm honestly really surprised that it's in the NU tier, other than maybe the fact that it's pure water when you have so many, like, water combinations to, to go from. It's like that in coverage. Yeah, oh, yeah dude, like, pure water is good. Bad. Like, yeah, pure water's not bad. It's just outclassed. Yeah. And so he's got a base HP of 95, a base attack of 100, a base defense of 85, a base special attack of 108. Um, his speed is paltry at 70, and same with special defense at 70, but... I mean, if his speed was a little bit faster, he might actually be good. Um, he could be his a healthy mo- mix attacker. His his, his move pool is his, his move pool is pretty shallow in that he gets like some bug type moves and 
some water type moves, and that's about it. You get like air slash and oh, he gets oh, air. Oh, he also uh, get ice moves. I thought I get smart strike. He gets mega horn as well. I forget how. Wow. I believe that's from Tutor and Gen it's Six. Le- it's level. It's like Is it? level level one. Really? Yeah, oh man, yeah, cool. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, he's he's other than that though. I mean, he doesn't get too much coverage, which is, which is a downfall. Like if he got something like a shadow ball or something. Yeah, because he, like, he doesn't get earth slash via egg, which is kind of cool. That's weird. I yeah. I think it would have some utility, not a lot. No, it's just a coverage move. If anything. Okay, I don't know. Slash. I don't know what I don't know slash. what it would hit. It gets ice. Wait, what? Night slash. Oh, night slash. I heard ice slash. I'm like, what move is that, and why haven't I been running it? Yeah. And. But I mean, Night Slash is all right. But if you, I feel like if you're gonna, yeah. well, I guess you could run him physically. But he has a, he has a good special move set as well. Yeah, I'm just like looking at stuff like now he gets Smart Strike, which is well, has, he like, gets Smart Strike. Yeah, now he does. I'm like, I oh know wow, that. that's so, impressive. Honestly, why is he in oh. you? I feel like this is a good pickup for something. You know, Maybe. if he gets Smart Strike, I I feel like you could probably get away with this in OU if you like choice scarfed yeah. it and. Well, if you did, if you could, like, if it fast enough, if you could just set up a sword stance, you'd be pretty much good. Yeah, but no, if you could... not, you're you're either getting like speed or attack. Or you're well, his hidden ability is pretty awful, isn't it? Isn't it like shell, shell armor. armor? Yeah, shell armor. Like, well, it can't if be he, crit. If like, he got the middle rope. If he got if he got something like uh, what is the word? Um, if he got something like Moxie, I feel like you'd be really good. Oh, but something like that. If we gave him a bonus or like some something that's like more of a bonus, not passive, it'd probably be better. I mean, they gave okay. Let's talk about how they gave Blaziken speed boost and then just like stopped giving starters good stuff. Yeah. Like they, well, they, they had contrary on superior, which was yeah, good. and contrary on superior. So and then we have protein on, on actually. Yeah. That was like Greninja. the worst one that we got for that generation because then Embor got yeah, it actually really yeah. Good for it. Mm-hmm. That's true. You got like like all of his attacks are just recoil. Like you get flare blitz, mm-hmm. and you get head, you get head smash too. You get wild charge. It's just like there's three you're not, double edge. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, let's see. But I mean, it's so like, the so the set on smoke on right now is just sword stance, waterfall, mega horn, aqua jet. I mean, I agree with that to some extent. But with smart strike being in the picture, you probably could drop mega horn or well, maybe like well, no, that, that's a grass coverage. Yeah, I'm about to say like, yeah, kind of hard. I, I feel like I feel like you could almost run like an assault vest set even. You probably could, yeah. Um, you want sword dance for setup though, just to hit harder. But you could probably I, get away with an assault vest. For just you could like, get. I think you could get away with an assault vest as like a surprise factor. Like I, I, I want to say at this point that the sun and moon sets aren't very like fleshed out. Uh, I mean, if he gets smart strike, I just can't believe it. Yeah, all they did was copy the set from from last gen. Yeah, that's all they did. So I mean, I would much rather have. Uh, I'd much rather. I I would love to try. I've I, I kind of want to like test him out and see if he works in NU and you could do something fun with that. Because I mean, you could. Mars Strike's good. I mean, there's a bunch of fairies down in NU two right now. So you could you could hit some things hard. You could hit. Uh, you can hit some ice types super effectively. It could work out. I could see it. But I could see it, it happening. It's got the coverage it's needed for some stuff too, because like mm-hmm. it's all just with run like or even like a mix. You just run like well, I've, I don't say speed, but you could just like run it mix and just give it ice I'm I'm incredibly intrigued. Like this is literally making me want to play NU. Like just being like he has smart strike. Like that that's enough to make me want to play NU. I've never played NU before, and I want to go play NU now. <laughs> I'm going in, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> 
No, no, not right now. But yeah, okay. So let's let's shift gears to TCG. So Samurott has one TCG card in rotation currently. It is a Samurott from Steam, Steam, uh, Steam Siege. So for uh, a water and a colorless, he can do ultimate blade for 40 damage. And if the opponent, if the damage from this attack reduces your active Pokemon's HP to 60 or less, that Pokemon is knocked out. All right, that would be like a weird little tech thing. Wow. That's not viable. Uh, I don't think that's viable, honestly. <laughs> Still, like, it's a weird effect. So it's you essentially, kinda... you, es- you essentially shrink your opponent's HP to like 60. Or by 60. Five, Would, yeah. But at the same time, you're only doing 40 damage at a time. And maybe, may, I guess now you could probably slap like a choice band on it and get an extra 70 on like EXs and GXs. Well, then if you think about it too, you can always do like, um, Kukui for 90. That, or I'm just thinking like, you like, um, prototype of Coco just like hit everything on the field and even like, mm, that's true. Just like, just hit with, hit the bench and all that, everything with damage counters and then just like, weaken it all down and, Worst case, because yeah. has two attacks. It has like that, and then like a seventy or something. Uh, he's got another. He's got another one for two waters and a colorless. It's Pike for ninety. This attack does oh. thirty damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So, so you I mean, can do that too in a way. Meh. So can, it's not really good, but like you want to. I feel like I feel like if you're already using Pike, you should be able to two hit KO with Pike. Yeah, that too. Uh, um, I feel uh, like it's an option. It like this. This card kind of outclasses itself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty true. <laughs> like, like if if Ultimate Blade did like sixty damage, I could see it being useful. Yeah, you yeah, know, because that the, that's the, enough. The, that's enough where you could hit something like a Tapu Koko or a Tapu Lele uh, two, ta- find, two times, two times, and that's like uh, You could probably make a Coco Samurai Sink with like rough water that would rid of rough seas. Ooh, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know when that's going out of rotation, though. I think it's uh, that for- that's going. I think that's going out of rotation. It did. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. Flash. Yeah, but I feel I, I think with Choice Band it could work. Maybe with Choice, Choice Band, Band it could work. Could- yeah, I was thinking was like you got Coco and Samurai with Water and Light and Lightning. That I kind I, 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 I okay. So I think I'm gonna build this deck. I'm gonna I make it happen. Like, I, I kind like- I want to do it just just to go to league and kind of troll people with it. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like making, uh, fire stun. It's just a troll. Yeah, it, I feel I feel like people will just be like, "Wait, what's going on? I just got hit for seventy damage for two energy, and I don't know what's going on." Was it DCE or was it water? I didn't. It's a water and a colorless. Water so, patch, aqua patch, whatever. There you go. Yeah, aqua yeah, patch, like, aqua patch, and you just you you can probably throw it together with like nine tails GX. <laughs> you could probably slap it with that too, or you could do like the Vicavolt Bulu deck and just have Samurott. Because <laughs> you get the lightning in the grass on two things, and it was oh. Well, you can't get good. a water. You don't have a water. Well, you can just have aqua patch. Yeah, but you still have to have water energy in the deck. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you're just gonna run three energies in the deck? Just three well, energies. Just don't run grass or lightning. No big deal. What? <laughs> you you just want to run the other? Just... Oh my gosh. Okay. So this card, this card's all right. I give it. A, I give it a meh. Um, I give it a meh for troll points. Uh. But that, that is going to be it for Samurott. Sometimes I fly. Good luck. Good luck to you, sir. You can read his article at PucklePodcast.com. In addition to that, you can check out a bunch of other articles at PucklePodcast.com. Uh, and you can find the link to the Discord and chat with us and hang out and talk about Samurott. So <laughs> that is it for the Pokemon of the episode, guys. We are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. Time. 
for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. On to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. There we go. <sighs> Matt, excuse me, we're so disappointed. As always, guys, this is the segment of the show where we read listener emails. Um, we go ahead and we read them off. And if there's an email that we deem worthy, we give it the Green Tauros badge. We typically have a writing prompt, but you can send us anything at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Last week, our writing prompt was to ask you guys what you thought about Pokemon being on the Switch. Uh, because that was announced at E3. So let's let's get into it. Our first email is going to be from our uh, local neighborhood scrawn. Sup, Thatch, Maximus, and who sh- and he who shall not be named. <laughs> His name is Shamu. Um, I haven't sent him an email. Wait, I'm reading this. This is from Scrawn. Who's Scrawn? No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't se- I haven't sent him an email for a really long time. He's all dead to us because he's in Japan, right? Yeah, pretty uh, much. What do I think about a main series Pokemon game for the Switch? Hells yeah. Sign me up. My biggest fear is gameplay taking a hit due to platform change. Honestly, I think it's going to be fine, personally. I don't know about you guys. I think going to the Switch is going to be pretty natural. You can just go back to one screen. I think it's doable. Uh, this should be a major moneymaker for Nintendo regardless. Uh, do we think it's going to be a new Generation 4? Important question right there. Uh, no, I think it's going to be Gen 8. It's going to be Gen 8, 100%. Anyways, later, flip-flops, scrawn. All right, let me see the emails. Um, uh, somebody can take Babaloo. I'm going to take the next one because it's pretty long. I'll grab it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Pucklecast. It's been a while since I wrote in because I was busy getting married and was on my honeymoon. But oh, well, congratulations back. for getting Congrats, married. Man. Yeah. That's a pretty big step. I got married once. <laughs> Hopefully not twice. Hopefully not twice. No, uh, I, I, like, there is a part of me that wish I could have invited all of you, but I know if I did that, then, like, there's just, like, a list of people that are like, well, you invited him, why didn't you, I get invited? And then, I, again, the wedding goes from, like, 50 people to, like, 100 people, and yeah. it would have been bad. But, yeah, continue. Right. But I am back once again to make your eyes roll with my terrible emails. I am super excited for the new Pokemon game on the Switch. It was pretty much inevitable that Pokemon would move from 3DS to the Switch, since the Switch is both a home console and a handheld. It was stated in an interview a few months ago. I don't remember who the interview was with, but it was someone from um, the Pokemon Company International. That a game on the Switch would have to be different from the 3DS and previous games because the console is so different. Because Skyrim Skyrim is so prominent in my mind after E3, I just picture Skyrim with Pokemon, and it fills me with joy. I would assume that the Gen 4 remakes will be on the 3DS near the end of its life cycle, but there is a small chance that they won't come out until after Gen 8 is on the Switch. I will be happy either way. I have no problem waiting, so as long as they are good. So, uh, well, I should get out of here before I babble on too long. Keep up the great podcast, and thanks for reading. I think I think just like for f- speculation purposes, I would say like Gen Four. I would definitely expect to be. Um, I would expect that to be a Gen Eight game. Just uh, there, there's two reasons. One, I don't. So either 2018 is going to be the year we get a Switch game. We're going to have the shortest generation of Pokemon ever, 
or we're just not getting a game next year. Um, there is a slim chance we'll get Gen Four, but I think I feel like I feel like it's like fifty percent Switch game, forty percent no game, ten percent Gen Four. Um, uh, you guys can feel free to disagree with me, but that would be because if we had Gen Four next year and then the year after that we got Pokemon the Switch, that would be the first time that we had Pokemon games released four consecutive years, which has just never happened. It's typically like three consecutive years and then we're done with games for a year and then three consecutive years. Uh, and so. And uh, the other thing is, I I feel like they're starting a new pattern of okay, so we do game, then upgraded version with new story, game, then remake, and then game, then version with upgraded new story, and then game, then remake. So, <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if like Gen Eight got you know if that's your Gen Four remake right there. The and also the moment they remake Gen Four, like if they if they remade it for the 3DS, I'd feel a little cheated. I'm not gonna lie. Because if you own a 3DS, you are perfectly capable of playing Diamond and Pearl. Like, no joke. Like, 3DS, you're not capable of playing Ruby and Sapphire. But if you own a 3DS, you can play Diamond and Pearl, like, right now. Like, go go yeah. buy it. It's $40 at GameStop used. Uh, hmm. Which is so sad. But, yeah. That, that's just my two cents on it, though. That's my two cents. Um, and if I say it's not going to happen, it's going to happen, right? 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 Maybe. Um, okay, so I'm gonna get this next one from, uh, from Zenth. Hey, Puckle, this is Zenth writing in for the second time. I wanted to start, try something different, so I'm gonna try to plug a Pokemon story that I'm writing on the Puckle subreddit. Here's the prologue. Oh, it's so long, though. I don't know if this is perfect for an email. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna say, everybody, go read Zenth's, uh, go read Zenth's, uh, Pokemon story on the Puckle subreddit. Not to, like, throw you under the bus or anything, but... Reading like a book on air is just not fun because I don't do audio books. So, um, if you want to go read it, go ahead and read it. It's actually really interesting. Um, it looks like it talks about Pokemon creation. So, have fun with it. Go take a look. Um, Maximus, I'm going to give you this next one from uh, Snag. Gotcha. <coughs> Hey, Trainer Thatch, and whoever he has, hope this email finds you well. I was on the last episode, so I don't have much to say about the actual mailbag, but I have to ask, what are some of your favorite self-restricted ways to play Pokemon? I'm not much for Nuzlocke, but I'm currently doing a run of Blue with a Blastoise and my HM Slave Mew. I have done a run of yellow where I didn't catch any Pokemon until post-game. Anyway, smell you later, Professor Snake. So, just a run of Pikachu? Yeah, I guess. I mean, that would be awful, honestly, for Brock's gym. That'd be so bad. Yeah. Um, Wait. Restricted ways to play Pokemon? I'd like to point out that OU is a self-restricted way to play Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, True. It is. It is. It's technically a self-restricted way to play Pokemon. It's just like there's a huge community around it. Kind of like Nuzlocke, but nobody's actually like keeping it's not like PvP, so not any nobody's gonna get mad on the other end. So But I, I just like to point that out. OU is a self restricted way to play Pokemon. You know, uh, I didn't realize something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just oh back when you said about Brock would suck, it probably would, but then I realized Pikachu has tail whip. Huh. It has tail whip, but then like even then I you still have I think I think it's like I think it's like no, no, not in Gen 1. Uh, no, oh, Gen no Grandmas. Oh. Just tackle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and bind. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember that much. Like, I don't. I just don't like. I, I like Nuzlocke. I randomize Nuzlocke things, but like at the same time, I hate them. I, I like, also hate them. <laughs> like I like them, but I hate them because you know never know what's gonna happen. But then you yeah. get like you either get completely screwed over with like a Pichu, or then you get a Ferrothorn with like BS moves. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's. Uh... Oh, it's just... mm. So this next email is uh, from Ten Little Men. So how do you do, Thatching Crew? Ten Little Men here writing a quick little mailbag. I always expected a Pokemon Switch or Switch Pokemon game, but I'm so I'm still happy they confirmed it. Confirmed it would be a core game. Rip Pokemon Stadium X though. I guess the Switch games ideally would have a Stadium esque side mode, possibly unlocked in the Battle Frontier. I mean, I hope they do. I hope they have a Battle Frontier. That would be great. Um. What do you guys and or gals want to see in a po- in a post game Pokemon? Twenty flip flops, uh, ten little men switching off. I really want to see in the post game a Battle Frontier and a Pokeball crafting system. <laughs> a really a really in depth Pokeball crafting system that Bo and I described in an episode where where we talked about features we wanted, but it was ten minutes of Bo and I going really in depth in this Pokeball crafting system. That he and I had been discussing for a while. Um, that's what I want to see in a post game. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be really cool. Like I, I'm actually like I, I said this on the show like not too long ago, but what I'm really hyped for for the Switch is, for the, the Pokemon game on the Switch. I, I I don't know if we're gonna see it 2018 or 2019. I think I think it was somewhat confirmed to be 2018. It was vaguely confirmed. To, which would be make it like the holiday launch game for uh, the Switch next year, which makes sense because then you have two really strong years with the Nintendo Switch, and with Mario Odyssey this year, and then the Switch, and then Pokemon next year, and I think I think that's fantastic. But um, <laughs> I, I what I'm really hyped for is the fact that one you can you can again play on the TV, right? So, like, when Shamu comes over to my house to visit me like he does all the time, I swear, um, Shamu can come on the TV and watch, like, we people can spectate. That's, that's the big thing. You know, I, that's something I think feel has been missing from Pokemon is just, like, a spectator mode. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a good way to do it without having to mod the hardware. Like, even at the official Pokemon events, you have modded 3DSs to do that. Yeah. You know? And they're way and, bulkier than what you really need. Yeah, mm-hmm. which like, is even funnier. You've, you've seen them. It's like, it's like a, they actually have like a console that the DS is attached to, and that's what the recording thing is. It's just yeah. like brick. Like yeah, you just can't attach it to the DS itself. I guess like yeah. I, so I'm really, I'm really excited for that. I'm also really excited for like, um, l- let's say that, um, like with the draft league battles that we've been doing, you know. Uh, just being able to like have people over like when I'm about to do a draft league battle and like they can be there to spectate it while it's going live, not just online. I think that'd be really cool. And just being able to hold local, I feel like holding local tournaments will be so much nicer when you have the switch, you know? So I, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Like I want, when this switch game drops, I feel like it's going to change like the Pokemon community, like in person more than, more than it has been in like the recent years. It'll be really nice. So, uh, yeah, okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I'm going on tangents about, like, content creation again. <laughs> uh, okay, so this last one's going to be from the British gent. Who wants to grab this one? Yeah, I'll, I'll grab this one. Fight for if it. That's, okay. Is that, yeah, I claim it. 
<laughs> you claim it. All right, let's see what we got here. Okay. Hello and good day to one and all. It is I, the British Jit. I do hope you are well. I have to tell you, it has been happening since last month. And what a month it has been. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon announced with Pokemon on the Switch. Plus, a new main game coming in the Switch in the future, which I do believe we all foresaw. But I have to tell you what happened to me the other day. As some may know, I've had some misfortune regarding cars, laptops, etc. Breaking, if you see me chatting in the Discord, that is. Well, last weekend, I was out on my drive trying to see what I can do to fix my car with Huckle playing in the background. As this was happening, an elderly gentleman walked by. He stopped and asked how I was doing and asked me what was the matter with my car. As the conversation went on, he he stopped and asked me what I was listening to. As I told him, a smile appeared on my face. He then went on to tell me how he used to have animals and loved his garden. But with old age, something happened and he no longer has any of them. He said he wasn't around from this area. I asked him what his name was as we spent the time talking. He smiled and just pointed to a badge on the inside of his jacket says, saying, I'm Ramos. <laughs> wow. That's such a that's such a long story to get to just like a joke about about who's Ramos. The so like I that the whole joke is like super ironic in that it's make it this is like a Ramos awareness joke, okay? Oh my god. None of you would know who Ramos is if I didn't make this joke. <laughs> None of you. <laughs> Keep going, Maximus. Okay. Let's see you're here. You're on the next paragraph. It, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just looked away. I <laughs> uh, no no, I understand. I, I do it all the time. Anyway, my thoughts on a Pokemon Switch game. As a father, I have mixed feelings for a main game on the Switch. That's mainly because my feelings think of what the price would be if me and my little girl want to play our own games. It means two switches for the house, and that's a lot of money. Well, good luck finding a Switch to start off. Yeah, right. Uh, I think we may see Pokemon once again throw a curveball at us. Somehow, like, not having gems in Gen 7. Though, like many people, I do see the main game being Gen 8 on the Switch. See, for some reason, I just don't feel like it's Gen 8, especially with how successful Sun and Moon were. I see it being Gen 8. I 100% see it being Gen 8. Hmm. Alright. Perhaps a smaller region. Beating the Elite Four and then heading to another small region to carry on the story, perhaps. That'd be interesting. Like, there's a, that would be a interesting, connecting, yeah. Connecting stories with all the regions. Yeah, like I would, I would love to see a story where it doesn't like culminate at the Elite Four, right? You get through the Elite Four, and then there's still more story, right? Kind of like oh, the Gen Five did that with like N, mm-hmm. but you still kind of like you still had to beat him at the champion. Like he still was the champion that was the end of the game there. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like it would be really cool if it was just like 
you beat the Elite Four, but then something happens, right? As the new champion, like, it's your duty to go go save the region instead of just being some 10-year-old who's involved in some, like, criminal plot? I can't, like, essentially, like, we have the main generic story where you go through the Elite Four, and then you have another post story as the champion. Yeah. you got to go do something else. Like, then here's the actual, like, that should kind yeah. of, like, separate, like, the, uh, how we always have, like, the, the antagonists, like, the Team Rock mm-hmm. and whatever, and the gym collection, like, the badge I collection. I think so. Separate I think this... them. Yeah, we're there. We got it. We're on the same page. So you have, like, okay, you have to do the normal gym collection, get your Pokemon up to a good point, and then, boom, here's this huge problem that you gotta deal with, and that's a whole other, like, it's kind of like the Delta episode, but much longer. Yeah. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. All right, finish it off. Finish it off. Uh, question for you and your co-host Thatch what do you think if we had Gen 2 or or Formons come to Ultra Sun and Moon as alone forms as far as we were told never seen before Pokemon in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon yeah so they did they say that well yeah you some uh, so they did so they did say that that there's never before seen Pokemon in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but they also did say that for Black and White too, that there were never. I thought before they were seen. when they said that. I thought they were referring to the new forms. No, they said new never before seen Pokemon. Okay, I would just anything think like new Alolan forms for Gen One. I don't think they're going go to go Gen Two or Four. I I could I could see new Alolan forms. I That's I could see that I, I could see that happening because you have something like the. Uh, you have the uh, the mega evolutions that happen with or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. We got or some maybe new megas too. Like, I, I don't. I I feel like the mega evolution thing's dead. So like it kind of is. Yeah. I think that I think the dream's dead. But <laughs> yeah, they'll bring the it dreams, back eventually. When they get I, I think I think I think they will. I think they'll bring it back. But right now, like we have fifty mega evolutions. That's that's literally. A sixteenth of the Pokemon. Oh, uh, if we're fifty, yeah, that's good enough. I feel that's that's one out of sixty Pokemon has has a Mega Evolution, or one out of every sixteen Pokemon has a Mega Evolution. Like, I, I think that's okay. I'm okay with that ratio right now. I'd rather that it be one out of sixteen than one out of two. So, <sighs> so, um, yeah, I think I think we could totally see something like a Lolan forms, and I I think Gen One is almost out of them unless we get like a Lolan far fetched. Uh, See, well, why don't they just give the mega forms to Pokemon that actually need it? <laughs> I would love, I would totally love to see something like a Lowland Centret or like a Lowland Skarmory. So you want to see a Lowland Stage One, or not even not Stage One, but uh, based like non-evolved Pokemon. Like, so, so something so you, don't want, you don't want Mega Furret, but you want Mega Centret. Is what I'm trying to get. Well, it's not Mega Centret. Um, you'd still have an Alolan Furret to go along with Centret, right? So oh, I thought you said I swore you just said like mega for mega. But I, I mean, maybe maybe they'll just go and like because it is a new story. Maybe it's a slightly different dimension where you have something like a Lolan a Lolan Ferret instead of a Lolan Radicate, right? Maybe. Or you have and you have a Lolan Ladybug, and which these are all Pokemon that you can find in the Alola decks, and already, but you just get a Lolan forms of those. Um, there aren't a lot of Pokemon that aren't in the Alola decks from Gen two that haven't already gotten a mega evolution that or haven't been like added to past gen 2 that I feel like you could do things with like maybe you could do something with the scyther scissor line maybe the uh maybe the teddy ursa line but i there's not too much Wait, there scyther scissor 
See, yes. I don't feel like they're going to give anything, any, anything to Pokemon I've got that received Mega Stones, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, never mind. They did receive a Mega. I totally forgot about Mega Scissor. You're 100% right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not too much in Gen 2 that's, like, open to getting, uh, to getting this treatment. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's definitely not going to be Gen 4. I don't think it's going to be Gen 4. So, okay, that's the mailbag. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so thank you for these emails, everybody. Um, we're going to go ahead. So next time you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. The mailbag question is going to be, um, what do you think of the new Pokemon Go update? I really like to hear your opinions. Uh, I think, I think it's exciting. So I want to see, I want to see if it's just Reddit being a bunch of crybabies or if it's you guys <laughs> or if you get, or if it's just everybody and I'm, I'm the odd one out, right? So send that in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Um, everybody there, I think, already has the green Taurus badge to some extent. Um, so, sure. yep. Uh, so we are going to go ahead and just not worry about that. And so uh, if you want, guys, you can follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, and Reddit. You can find all of the links there at pucklepodcast.com. They're all in the top bar. You can follow us on those. You can also go ahead and follow us on Twitch. Uh, twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast jushira and i do streaming there i will not be here this thursday so i will not be streaming then i will probably try to make it up on saturday um so do look out for that there's going to be a patreon live show that day as well so if you're a patron you will be allowed to be on this show so that's going to be even exciting i'm going to put more information in the patreon um it'll be up on monday so if you haven't listened to this show yet you'll probably already know about it um the other thing is, uh, we have that, we have that. Uh, review us on iTunes if you haven't already. Those iTunes reviews really do help us out, and it is really appreciated. And if you can go ahead and um, if you have a little extra money in your pockets and you want to help out the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and donate there. Uh, thank you to all of the patrons who already do that. You guys make a, allow us to do some super awesome stuff. We have some new content that it will come to you by the end of the year. Uh, Shamu can vouch. And, um, both of you can vouch because you know about things that we're doing in the very near future. So, um, we're working on, we're working on things on that front. So there will be more content guys, you guys, and thank you for helping us out with, uh, financially to be able to make bigger and better content for you guys. So that's going to be it from us guys. I am your, I am trainer Thatch. I'm Shimu. And I'm Mr. Maximus. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.